Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, JC, and Recalibrate is all about focusing on the tiny shifts that you can make in order to experience more joy and happiness in your own life. I'm such a strong believer that you don't need to overhaul your entire life in order to feel better, and the biggest changes will come from the smallest of steps. My mission is to leave you feeling empowered and inspired to create change and help you reconnect back to yourself so that you can live a more fulfilling and purpose-driven life. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all of the health and wellness content out there or you're just on a journey to live a happier more mindful life then join me each tuesday to listen and learn more i am so so happy to have you here welcome back to the podcast it's been a while since we've done a solo episode so i hope that you all have been doing well enjoying a lot of the interview episodes i've had so much fun doing them Today's episode is very prevalent for me because I've honestly been kind of going through it and I was thinking about what to record this episode on and everything else just kind of felt very inauthentic to me at the moment because the last couple of weeks I've just been in a funk, feeling sad, feeling down, and it's been really hard to get out of, which is hard when I'm someone who's typically happy and it doesn't take a lot to get me excited and I find so much joy in the things that I'm doing. So I felt very not like myself for the past couple of weeks and I'm still getting back to it. I feel like the last few days have been ups and downs. So I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But yeah, to be honest, I'm kind of still in a funk and I feel like it's been common. A lot of people I've been talking to have also been feeling kind of off and I've seen a lot of podcasts talking about being in a funk lately. So maybe there's something in the air or maybe it's just like the winter gloominess. But because of aforementioned funk, I've been procrastinating recording this episode for so many days now. So I just decided to hit record and just go with it. Apologies if this episode is a little bit more rambly than usual, but I feel like it it might be comforting to listen to if you're going through the same thing. If you're not in a funk right now and you feel amazing, I'm so, so happy for you. Maybe just save this episode for a time when you're feeling a little bit more down. I usually have a plan going into these episodes, but today I have no outline, no plan. I'm just going to give you my raw, unfiltered thoughts of how I've been feeling and things I've been doing to try to feel better. And my one goal of this episode is to just help you feel not alone in however you're feeling if this is something that you're experiencing. So bear with me if this episode is a little bit more rambly than normal, but hopefully it's helpful to you. So let's get into it. Being in a funk, what does that even mean? (laughs) I feel like just this feeling of grayness when a lot of the times I feel really clear and happy and light. The past couple of weeks I've felt kind of off and just not wanting to do the things that I typically enjoy. You kind of feel slowed down that it's just very challenging to do your everyday activities and it kind of feels hopeless. I tend to catastrophize a little bit when I'm in this phase where I'm like finding it so hard to be happy or to just achieve my normal levels of joy and excitement that I usually have. You get so stuck in it almost as if it's this feeling of how could I ever be happy again which is so dramatic like obviously it comes and goes and you'll be happy again in a few days or weeks it is not permanent for sure but sometimes when I'm in the middle of it it's really hard for me to see times before it and times after it so I think that's a very normal feeling and just adds to the overall grayness because if you knew okay next Tuesday I'm gonna feel happy again you would be 
a lot more gentle on yourself to kind of just ride it out. But when you don't really see the end in sight of your feelings, it's kind of hard to get through your day to day. It's also really hard when you're not really sure what caused it or why it's happening. Like obviously if something sad happens and you're sad, it's not a lot of rumination of why you're feeling a certain way. You're just a lot more understanding with yourself, I think. But when you just have a general weird off sad funky feeling and you're not exactly sure what the cause of it is I think it's a lot harder to be more understanding with yourself which is crazy like if you had a friend come to you and they were like hey I'm feeling sad today but I don't know why you wouldn't beat them up over it you would obviously be kind and gentle to them but sometimes it's very hard to do for ourselves if you're just like oh what's wrong with me why am I feeling a certain way I'm doing all of the things and I I still feel awful there's something wrong but I think what's helpful is to really be honest with yourself sometimes we can ignore certain things that are coming up and not really taking the time to self-reflect or acknowledge what's really going on like did something hurt your feelings recently is something going on at work is something going on with your friendships is there something that's really just bringing you down a lot of the times being in a funk or feeling burnt out can be a result of doing the same thing over and over again that isn't working for you. So being in a funk can maybe be a good time to reevaluate and really be honest with yourself and take a look at like, hey, what is not working for me during this time? Is there something that I can change that would make me feel a little bit better? And maybe sometimes this is a case where there is like something that needs to be changed in your life in order to feel better or do something differently. But Sometimes you're just in a bad mood for literally no reason. It could be your hormones. It could be that you didn't sleep enough. It could be that you're getting sick. Like something could have just caused it. And in these scenarios where it's not really an external thing that you can change, I think what's helpful is to just like fully embrace and surrender to the fun. (laughs) Normalizing that it's okay to feel down even if you're a generally happy person or When you almost feel guilty for feeling down, you're like, okay, I have a great job. I have a good relationship. My friends are amazing. I get to live in a city that I love. My friends were sending me treats and little desserts and my roommate got me flowers every week and my boyfriend's going above and beyond to like make me feel better. And I'm so incredibly grateful for those things and feel so lucky to have a support system that helps me to feel so loved. And that also can sometimes like make you feel guilty even more of like, why do I feel this way? Like everything is fine on paper. Everything looks good. There's so many other people worse off. Like, why do I feel like this? What's wrong with me? And I want you to know it's okay if you feel like that. You can have the most amazing people in your life and a good job and everything can be going quote unquote well, but you can still feel off and that's okay. And sometimes you just need to lean into it and know that there doesn't have to be a reason or your whole life doesn't need to be like falling apart for you to be sad and you can acknowledge and validate your own feelings. I think a lot of the times, especially with friends or with people that we love, so often we just want to fix it because obviously you care about the person and you want to make them feel better and feel happy. And we kind of tend to do the same things with ourselves. When negative emotions come up, all of a sudden we just want to ignore it or push it away or numb it. And we feel really uncomfortable sitting with it. So I think a helpful thing is to just lean into it and give yourself time. Let yourself be sad and 
it's okay if you spend like a day or a week just like going through it and not going through your normal routine and taking extra rest and doing things that feel good not beat yourself up over it and know that you can sit in it without judgment and just get comfortable with the feeling but I think the problem comes when you kind of dig yourself into a hole deeper than you need to go because you're almost sulking or wallowing in the why me what's wrong with me mindset and you just get into this hole that becomes almost insurmountable to get out of. That's kind of what I fell into where like I just let myself be sad for too long and then trying to get out of it felt like a task that was very hard for me to overcome. But there's a balance of sitting with your feelings and then also being like, okay, time to get on with my life and really do the things that will make me feel better. One thing I always remember that my dad used to say to me when I was younger, like if I was sad about something or if I was just going through a time where I was in a funk, he would let me be sad for a little bit and then be like, okay, time to get up, time to motivate. You need to take a shower and get ready and get dressed and go for a walk and, you know, just take the next right step. That is such a big piece of it. A lot of times when we're in this phase, it feels like, oh, I have so much to get back into the swing of things. But what it really is, is just like taking the next right step, especially if you feel like you just have no energy or motivation to do daily tasks like shower or make your bed or get ready for the day, little things that you need to do and getting yourself to take the next right step and take it one step at a time is really helpful to feel like the weight of the world isn't on you and that you don't have to go back to everything all at once. So let's say that you've been in this phase that you're going through it for a couple of days or a week or a couple of weeks and you're like, okay, I need to get myself out of this. I have done all of the acknowledging. I've done all the being comfortable with my feelings and now I need to move on and start to feel better. What can I do? So I have been going through this for the past couple of weeks so I can tell you what I've done and things that I'm still doing that have either helped or not helped but these are just some things that you can try out and see what works for you. One of the first things that I did was like I said just take those little steps like get ready for the day. I was going through so many days in a row since I work from home I would just get out of bed and wouldn't go through my normal morning routine that I typically love. Wouldn't even make my bed, wasn't even putting on real clothes, was just like staying in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and not getting ready for the day and then signing on to my computer and feeling still bad about myself. But one thing that I started to do to feel better was getting out of bed, making my bed, cleaning my space because that always makes me feel better. And then actually getting ready for the day, I would do a full skincare routine and then like put on makeup, put on clothes, and then seeing myself be put together helped me to approach the day in a way where I felt like, okay, I'm put together. I've taken care of myself and now I can start to do the things that I need to do and it kind of just built momentum for the rest of my day. Same thing goes for making yourself breakfast or making yourself a meal. I think that can be a really good act of self-care to just like so simply you need to feed yourself and make a meal that feels nourishing and is comforting and is going to make you feel good and then after you can be like okay I'm proud of myself I took care of myself and just like meeting those basic needs can be really helpful also sleep is a huge thing sometimes you're not getting enough sleep for a few days or you've just been like so busy and you feel exhausted and so often people just like try to push through that feeling and drink more coffee or just kind of like push themselves through it but 
really acknowledging that you just need to let yourself rest and just getting enough sleep can be really important to feeling better. Instead of doing more, do less. I think that's a huge thing. So often when people are not feeling good, they're like, I need to do more. I need to take more supplements or do more workouts, do more things, more plans. And all of those things kind of just add to the feeling of feeling overwhelmed with life. So instead, kind of just peeling it back and only doing like the essential things that would help you feel good. There's no magic supplement or thing that you can do that's going to be a quick fix. I feel like it's kind of just slow and steady to get back on your feet. And sometimes doing less can actually help you feel better. For example, you know, I have a morning routine that I like where I want to wake up and meditate and journal and go for a walk and make an elaborate breakfast, like just do all of these things. And in my head, that usually makes me feel better. But today, instead of doing any of those things, my boyfriend and I just made breakfast and then ate it in bed and watched an episode of One Tree Hill. And I didn't do any of the things and I felt better than I would have if I just kind of pushed ahead and did all of the things that I thought were going to make me feel better. But just taking the time to rest and lean into it actually was what my body and brain needed at the time. So I think just being honest with yourself, what are you forcing or putting pressure on yourself to do and what do you actually want to do in the moment can be helpful. And just like treating yourself like a little kid almost and being like, okay, what can I do to make myself happy and feel comforted can sometimes be a good thing when you're in a more negative headspace. Another thing that always helps me is to clean out my space or even reorganize. For some reason, this just tricks your brain into thinking something is completed or different. Whenever I get into these phases and I notice like my room is messy or my apartment is messy, just taking control over the situation to clean up my space, reorganize, feels like such a fresh start to me. Even cleaning your sheets or doing your laundry, these things kind of just feel like we're completing tasks even though they're small. And obviously work up to this. When I was really deep in the middle of it, I like didn't even want to get out of bed, let alone clean my whole apartment. Just take it in waves. There's going to be days where you have more motivation than others. And sometimes like literally all you can do is get out of bed, brush your teeth and start working. And then sometimes maybe you'll have more motivation to do these other things. For me, it definitely comes in waves. I honestly had days where I just could not get out of bed and then I had days where I had more energy so take it easy on yourself but if you do have a little bit more energy those things can be helpful I even saw this list in a video and it was like if you're really struggling with depression or you're just in a prolonged funk period making a list for yourself of things that you could do in like two minutes five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes and 30 minutes can be really helpful because sometimes when you're struggling with this like really weighted heavy sadness or hopelessness then it feels like any little task is just insurmountable and it's going to be like climbing this mountain to even make yourself a meal so what this girl did was she kind of bucketed out everything that she would do in a week into like a five minute 10 minute 20 minute separation so she knew if she only had like really little energy these are the things that she could just check off in five minutes and then maybe later in the day or later in the week she would have like 30 minutes of energy and she could do something that required more exertion but visually seeing that and being able to kind of 
proactively have a checklist of things that you could do when you're feeling like that, I think can also be helpful. Another thing that is really helpful to me when I'm feeling sad is to just try to zoom out of how I'm feeling in the current moment and reconnect back to the broader world and my friendships and relationships and even people I don't know and kind of realize the world is bigger than me. I feel like Sometimes when you're in this phase, it's so easy to just isolate and get so caught up in your own emotions that you just kind of forget the outside world and everyone else's problems and everyone else's lives are existing at the same time. Like you just feel so lonely and isolated in how you're feeling. So I think like reconnecting back and what I mean by that is kind of putting your feelings aside for a minute and trying to do something for someone else, like sending a text to a friend and just sending them like a sweet message like hey thinking of you hoping you're having a good day or looking for small acts of service that you could do for someone else noticing the other people around you and like maybe you hold a door open or maybe someone drops something and you help them pick it up or you just take time to notice the other people around you and on a bigger scale maybe you look up volunteer opportunities or just like something that connects you to a bigger picture that can help you realize, okay, I need to take a step back from my thoughts and like working myself up and see what I can do to be of service or make someone else's day better. And in turn, that will make you feel better. The other day, I was going to a yoga class with a friend. I woke up, I was just like so in my head. I was again like frustrated that I was in a bad headspace and I was going to class. I'm like, okay, maybe this will make me feel better. And I teach at a yoga studio and when I got to class, the teacher wasn't there. Something had happened where she had an emergency and she didn't get to class. Then someone else there was like, oh, you're here. You're a teacher. Can you teach? And my immediate reaction was like, oh, I just wanted to take this class and feel better because like I've been feeling off. But then I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll teach the class. And it really helped me to just like get out of my head and do something for other people. There was like a full class there of people that wanted to also get their practice in and whatnot. And after class, everyone was so grateful. They're like, oh my God, thank you so much. The class would have been canceled without you. All of these people's days would have been altered. Not that it's the end of the world, but I easily could have just been like, oh no, I don't feel like teaching classes canceled, whatever, because it wasn't my responsibility. But doing that and kind of just giving service to other people and helping to start their days off on the right foot actually helped me to get out of my head and connect with other people. Like I think that was more helpful for me than actually just taking the class myself. So that's a small example, but it just goes along with the bigger picture of giving yourself in service to someone else and how that can kind of come back and help you feel a little bit better in the state that you're in. I also started this period kind of re-inspired me to really commit to volunteering somewhere in the city. I've been wanting to volunteer for a while and especially in New York City, I know there's so many options of places that you can volunteer that I was almost overwhelmed with like where do I start? How do I know where to go and what to do? But this period prompted me and like I was been reaching out to all of these different areas where I could volunteer and I am actually really excited to be able to kind of integrate that into my weekly or monthly routine going forward. So that was like a good thing that came out of this month, looking at it from the positive side. But I think it can be important to find ways to do that either in small or big ways and it can help your headspace as well, even though it seems kind of counteractive. Like sometimes I tend to just 
isolate myself so much when I'm feeling this way. I kind of draw back from like my friends and my family and I'll just not show up in my friendships the way that I normally do and I'll spend prolonged periods of time alone. And I think sometimes that can be helpful. Like I'm pretty introverted, so sometimes I really do need that time to recharge, but sometimes letting other people be there and connect with you and really just sharing how you feel is one of the most helpful things so that you're not alone in your thoughts because when you have too much time to ruminate on your thoughts, you can make yourself go crazy or you can just like catastrophize them like I was saying. But after I did that for a period of time, something that helped me during this period was when my friends started reaching out to me like, hey, what's up? How are you? I would just be honest instead of being like, oh, I'm good. Everything's good. Nothing new. I'd be like, honestly, I'm I'm kind of going through it. I'm, I feel really off or like I feel like not like myself. And then kind of just talking through my feelings with them made them feel more rational like I was saying some of the thoughts that I was having to a friend and for her to be like I've had those thoughts you're not alone it's normal this is what's helped me and kind of like crowdsource ideas helped me feel so much less alone I think that if you're honest with how you feel to your friends and not just put on this front like yep everything's perfect everything's good and allow them to be there for you can be very helpful as well (laughs) the next thing that I'm working on is to just go on social media less, especially when I'm in these periods. I think sometimes that's all we have mental capacity for is that we're just laying in bed and then we want to scroll through TikTok or Instagram for hours and just like numb out and distract ourselves. And I noticed I was doing that so much over the past couple of weeks, but then I felt actually awful after because all I was doing was like comparing myself to these other people seeing other people living their lives like overthinking different things and it actually made me feel so much more drained even though in the moment I was getting like the quick dopamine hits and distraction so I think when you're in these periods it could be helpful to just get off of social media even though it's hard because that might be all you have energy for but even watching a tv show or trying to read a little bit or create something can be more helpful outlets for you if you're feeling really low energy and I know it's so hard but I've noticed a difference when I've been on social media less versus the days where I just spend hours scrolling through I feel even worse than when I started The next thing I think is helpful is to get moving in any capacity. And again, this is something that can feel like, oh, how do I have any energy? I don't even want to get out of bed, let alone do a workout. But this is something that can give you back energy, even though it takes a little bit more energy to do. Like, you don't need to go do a whole workout, but just taking a walk outside or stretching a little bit, just doing something really low impact helps me. And begrudgingly, it was like those days where I just could not get out of bed and didn't want to even put shoes and socks on. Like I'd be like, okay, 10 minutes, I'm getting outside. Even if I just walk around my block and it, it made me feel so much better, even though I didn't want to. So some things you have to ease into and some things you just kind of have to force yourself. Like I know this is going to make me feel better after doing it. So I just kind of have to do the thing. Even if you start really small, it will help you to regain a little bit of your energy and maybe give you momentum to do other things. The last thing that I'll say that has helped me feel better is to focus on creating something, which might not be one of the typical things that you hear when you're in a funk, but being able to create something engages our brain in a different way and helps you to process your feelings a little bit and then helps you to kind of change the way that you're looking at something. So in literally any capacity, some things that I've done that have been helpful are creating a new playlist or 
finding a recipe and then baking it or even just grabbing a scratch piece of paper and drawing random things with no end goal in mind. This has been a new practice that I've had because of a community I'm in called Daydreamers, which if you haven't listened to my episode on how to beat burnout with Katina, it stems from this. Daydreamers is a creative mental well-being startup that has been so cool for me to be a part of. You guys should definitely check it out. I will link it down below. But engaging in your creative side can just really help to add in a little bit of more like playfulness and fun in your day instead of feeling like, oh, I have to do something or I have to do this thing to get a certain output. I feel like creating is just doing something with no end goal and it doesn't have to be good, but it's very helpful to kind of boost your spirits in a way. Like I know it might feel counterintuitive when you're like, JC, I can't even get my daily tasks done. Why would I have time to bake a new recipe or do something that has no real quote unquote output to get you closer to where you think you need to be? But I think it can be really helpful to just do something for no reason and allow yourself to be curious and do something just for fun can be like a good way to, again, just feel a little bit more joy, especially when cultivating that joyful feeling when you're in a funk can be just like so hard to do. So this is something that has been really helpful for me that I've tried. And also on the creating front, it might sound cheesy, but something that I do when I'm sad or even when I'm happy is I have a running list of everything that makes me happy. And it can be like the smallest thing to a really big thing. And I call it my happy list. And I have almost a hundred things at this point that I just wrote down that I know usually make me feel happy. And even writing the list down when you're sad scientifically is proven to help your brain feel more feelings of joy. Like if you sit down and you write down every single person and thing or experience that makes you feel some sort of joyfulness, then your brain will just start to produce happy chemicals. And no, it's not a fix-all thing that's going to solve all of your problems, but it will start to help you cultivate feelings of joy, especially when you're in a bad mood. I have a friend that does this with photos too, and like she has an album of pictures that make her really happy. I have friends that leave them self-voice memos. You could just do it over time. It doesn't even have to be when you're happy or sad, but just starting to have a list of all the things that just make you happy is so cute. And it can just be like your own little capsule almost of things that just make you feel happy. And it's going to be so different depending on who you are. After doing a lot of these things and letting time pass, I have finally started to feel a little bit lighter, a little bit more clear, finally feel a little bit more optimistic and hopeful back to my normal self. So after riding the full spectrum of emotions these last couple of weeks, like honestly this last month, if you're currently in the middle of it and feel like, wow, I don't know how I'm ever going to be happy again. How are other people just experiencing happiness with such ease. I literally had this thought not even a week and a half ago and now I'm kind of starting to be on the other side of it where I'm like, okay, I feel better. I feel more like myself. I'm experiencing feelings of happiness again. It just comes with giving yourself time and trying to, like I said, take the next right step. Do one little thing for yourself that is going to make yourself feel better. Order your favorite dinner, make your favorite meal, watch your favorite movie. Just find the easy wins that can help 
help you in the moment to continue building momentum to feel better. I know it's easier said than done, but it can almost be like a little science fair experiment, as I like to call it, where you can just like try something out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does work, then great, you're one step in the right direction. All right, that's enough rambling for today for me. I just wanted you to know that you are never alone in how you feel. Everyone experiences periods of sadness or lack of motivation or just being in a phase where they're not finding as much joy in the things that they typically do and nothing is wrong with you. There is nothing that you need to fix. I'm right there with you. I'm telling this to myself too. I hope this was helpful for you if you are going through it. If not, and you want to just keep this episode in your back pocket for when you are. Really, my goal with sharing these thoughts is to just help you feel less alone in whatever you're feeling and to know that this is just a part of the full human experience. And sometimes you are so happy and sometimes you're so sad and every single emotion in between. So I feel you. You're not alone. I hope you're able to find something that brings you happiness this week in any capacity. I am so, so grateful for all of you for listening and for following along. And I will talk to you again next Tuesday.